0: Hey friends, today we are in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 2, which says, When a land transgresses, it has many rulers, but with a man of understanding and knowledge, its stability will long continue. And and so today I think there is a physical way to look at this and also a spiritual way truth we can get out of it as well. Solomon begins by saying when a land transgresses. And I think this is referring to might be paraphrased as when the people of a land sin. So when a land transgresses. Um, Solomon says that it will have many rulers. And that does make some sense to me in my mind because Though sin makes many promises, it never truly satisfies the people of the land. And so many times I think that the leadership actually reflected the sinfulness of the people as well. And Solomon seems to make that connection because he begins by talking about the sin of the people being reflected in the number of rulers it has. And then he ends the verse by speaking of a man of understanding and I suspect that would be a good ruler, he brings long periods of stability. So there is a connection there as well, I think. Anyway, as for the people. Since sin does not bring true satisfaction, it's typical that they might wind up blaming the leadership for all their discontentment instead of blaming their own sin. So, in times of monarchs, oftentimes there would be assassinations or overthrows of the government and new rulers, of course, would take their place. And this blaming of leadership still happens today, doesn't it? When really, oftentimes, it's a sin problem, not only in the king, but also in the people. And the thing is, when those who love wickedness blame their discontentment on leadership instead of their sin, for some reason, they tend to think that more wickedness will satisfy them. And so we have this bent then toward voting with uh, the hopes that we will get a candidate who promises to implement, well, laws that fulfill our lust even more. Like less lawfulness (laughs) and more free stuff, things like that. I mean, even saying things like the economy and military strength are more important than righteousness and, and character. And so we see this wickedness played out on all sides of the political aisles, things like that. I mean, and so we progressively become more of an evil society, selfish. Increasing in our wickedness. So, as for the kings of Israel and Judah, there were times when evil kings did reign long periods um, because God decreed it. Manasseh was one and he reigned 55 years. But for bad kings, only reigned a few months, while good kings like um, David and Solomon. They both reigned 40 years each, Asa 41 years, Joash 40, Uzziah 52. Still in our verse today, Solomon did say, when a land transgresses, it has many rulers. And that's the way it played out overall. If I counted correctly, over the 439 years of kings, all together between Israel and Judah, there were 32 wicked kings and only ten good godly kings. Okay, with all that being said, let me read today's verse one more time. Here's what it says. Proverbs 28.2 says, When a land transgresses, it has many rulers. But with a man of understanding and knowledge, his stability will long continue. And so, anyway, I think we can also see a correlation between ourselves here and our relationship with God. I mean, a wicked man, that's one without Jesus' righteousness applied to his life and without Jesus' righteousness working out of his life. This is a wicked man. He is ruled over by sin. And so he goes from one thing to another in this world seeking to find satisfaction. And like Solomon says about a wicked people, this person also has many rulers. We are slaves to a number of sins in our life. And I think that until we see the glory of God in Jesus, our free will is restricted to the things this world promises for satisfaction. Um, and so it's really not free will in that sense because we don't know about Jesus but as C.S. Lewis indicated we were not created for this world so there's gonna be something outside of the physical that satisfies us so when the time comes that God opens our eyes to see Jesus as beautiful when we see his glory when we see him as the greatest treasure in the universe more valuable than anything the world could ever offer then, with great delight, we look to him as our ruler and we become children of his kingdom by faith. We turn away from the promises of sin and we receive peace and satisfaction. And as our text today indicates, long stability, even eternal stability with Christ let me close by reading Psalms 16:11. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Father, thank you for our stability, our guaranteed hope in Jesus Christ. And help us to walk today trusting 100% in you with your joy and your strength and your confidence and your contentment and help us to share your joy, your beauty, your glory with others. In Jesus' name, amen.